Welcome, everyone. This is Christopher Walton. I'm your host of the Rim Run Podcast. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at Rim Run Podcast. Also, follow me at Hoopay Fiasco. Um, just coming to you today, I want to talk some Eastern Conference playoff matchups, a couple of uh, NBA updates, and a couple of uh, news pieces that came across on this uh, fine Saturday afternoon. Uh, first and foremost, as far as the, the recent news updates, biggest one of the day is the Pelicans. They've relieved uh, Coach Alvin Gentry of his duties, and they'll be going into the 2020-2021 season looking to be led by possibly Tyrone Liu uh, of the Los Angeles Clippers, of course. Also, um, Los Angeles Lakers coach, assistant coach, rather, um, Jason Kidd uh, appears to be a candidate. Um, New Orleans really has you know, a lot of uh, questions that's going to have to be answered over the summer as far as how they're going to keep Zion physically at the level where we've seen him be so explosive, so productive, and you know, galvanizing for such a young team. Uh, Lonzo Ball has a lot of finding of himself to do as far as becoming an effective player in the half court and uh, you know, working on his free throws and small parts of his game. That's going to take him to another level. And then you have the Brandon Ingram free agency question. You know, who's going to give him a big offer that, you know, may, you know, scare uh, New Orleans away from the table? Or is New Orleans going to give him a, you know, a bigger contract than, you know, what many may be predicting or expecting? A lot of questions are going to have to be answered in New Orleans, but it's all exciting to see. NBA also uh, gave out a few accolades for the Orlando bubble. Um, Dame Lillard named MVP. Um, he led all scores in uh, the bubble at 37.6 points per game, and he led Portland to a 6-2 record down in Orlando, uh, powering them you know, to an opportunity to uh, try to get into the playoffs as the eighth seed. Um, he was phenomenal. Every game he bought it, you know, bringing that game seven mentality, playing absolutely how you expect a superstar to play. Um, and it's been great to see. It's been uh, it's been quite a show. I'm sure you know this isn't it for Dame, and uh, it's gonna be more big performances to come. And uh, again, I'm so excited for it, and I can't wait to see him get into the playoffs uh, if he's able to, you know, win today's play-in game, which is currently going on right now against the Memphis Grizzlies. But uh, very exciting things. Very exciting things. Without further ado, uh, let's talk about the Eastern Conference playoffs. Um, their seating was set as early as last week, um, one through eight. Of course, uh, Milwaukee going in as the number one overall seed and, you know, the favorite, quite frankly, to to win it all. Uh, right behind them are the Toronto Raptors, another very talented and heavily favored team that could possibly make, you know, back-to-back trips to the finals to defend their crown, even, you know, with absence and, you know, the departure of Kawhi Leonard. They've been able to just, you know, hold steady and, uh, you know, stay right up there in the cream of the crop of the league. After the Toronto Raptors, you got the Boston Celtics, who, you know, lost Kyrie over the summer ball and Kimball Walker and a few other pieces. And, you know, they've been, you know, as steady as, you know, you expect under Brad Stevens and performing with their young core with Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown and a few other guys. At the fourth seed, you got the Indiana Pacers. Lost a lot of guys going into the bubble. Demontez Sabonis, he's out with plantar fasciitis. 
Also, you had uh, Victor Oladipo working his way back into the rotation, trying to find some of that explosion, trying to find some of that rhythm he had prior to his quadricep injury. They're going to be going in the playoffs. Still been a, a tough out. Haven't been, you know, as easy to beat as you would predict, even without their all-star as a bonus and, you know, their other all-star in uh, Oladipo trying to trying to get back that rhythm and get back what he had beforehand. Right behind them, you got the Miami Heat led by Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo. Great, great, great young big coming up strong this year. Really pushed Miami, uh, you know, as one of those tough teams that you just didn't want to see on a night in and night basis. Um, of course, Eric Spolstra, Pat Riley, keep that team prepared. You know, like I said, you're going to have to fight nail and tooth to try to knock them off. And uh, definitely going to be an exciting, exciting team to watch as they try to sneak their way into that conversation as far as being somewhat favorite going into these playoffs and heading down to the NBA Finals. After them, you do got the sixth seed, the Philadelphia 76ers, who, quite frankly, you know, depleted team going into it, likely losing Ben Simmons for the playoffs. You know, Joel Embiid, he's playing on an ankle injury and, uh, you know, a lot of influx as far as trying to, Find the right lineups, you know, again, added with the absence of Ben Simmons. They're trying to find the right lineups to be effective and a team that's, you know, trying to establish their identity, getting out Horford over the summer. Um, you know, they're another team who, you know, once they can get over and get through the playoffs, they're going to have a lot of questions to answer over the summer to try to figure out what's going to be the direction they want to head into going forward. Because you got your two young stars and Embiid and Simmons. Now you just have to figure out, you know, what do you want to do around them? Maybe you have to figure out who do you want to keep of the duo? You know, lots of things happening there. Lots of things. Seven seed um, are, you know, the very feisty Brooklyn Nets led by Karis LeVert. Um, man, another great young talent. It's You can't say enough about, like, the young talent in the NBA, Eastern Conference, Western Conference. It's just so many, like, guys – that's just coming into their own this year and, um, you know, growing into stars and, you know, being paired with stars, especially the Nets. They're one of those teams with, you know, they got nothing to lose. Right now they're playing, you know, for that experience because they're trying to, you know, get back KD and Kyrie and, uh, you know, DeAndre Jordan, Spencer Dinwiddie. And, you know, they, they could be a real player and a real contender next year. And it's going to be very exciting as we watch them grow in these playoffs and, you know, try to do what they can and try to hold up against the Toronto Raptors in the first round. And then you got that eighth seed, the Orlando Magic, led by Aaron Gordon, Nikola Vucevic. Very great team, you know, as far as uh, being led under Steve Clifford. Um, really, really, really happy to see the playoffs, I can guess, just based on, you know, what's happened in the bubble for them as far as their struggles. Um they're just trying to, you know, build on something with Markel Fultz and, you know, continue to try to establish an identity and then grow and, you know, try to try to try to up and, you know, move up into the ranks in the Eastern Conference. But, you know, we can start there with the eighth seed of Orlando Magic taking on the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, I must say it's going to be a daunting task for them trying to contain and stop um, who's likely to be the reigning back-to-back MVP and Giannis Antetokounmpo. Um, Chris Middleton, All-Star, Brooke Lopez, great big, 
does so many things for Milwaukee. It's going to be, you know, quite the game plan that, you know, against Coach Steve Clifford is going to have to establish and try to do what he can to slow down this Milwaukee Bucks offense. They've been phenomenal this year on offense. And, you know, defensively, same, just deadly defense led by Giannis. Uh, lots of length, lots of strength on the perimeter, on the block. It's just going to be a lot for Orlando to deal with. I expect that to be a very short series. I expect it to be over in five with the Milwaukee Bucks taking the series four games to one. Then you have the Toronto Raptors, back-to-back NBA champions. As I mentioned earlier, no one thought they would be here. I definitely didn't predict that, you know, Nick Nurse will have this squad clicking on all cylinders as he has in the absence of Kawhi Leonard. But luckily for them, they had one of the, uh, you know, most improved player from last year. And then going into this season, Pascal Siakam just doing some great things on both ends of the court on top of, you know, so many hidden gems, uh, you know, Terrence Davis, Chris Boucher, um, getting contributions from Fred Blair Fleet. And, you know, another one of their all-stars and Kyle Lowry, he, he's been, you know, as great as he always is. You know, a pit bull at the point guard position. Um, it's going to be, you know, quite the experience for the Brooklyn Nets. Like I said, the, the biggest thing for them is to go into this thing and, you know, make sure they come out healthy, you know, get that experience. So next year, I fully expect them to be contending in the East. Just even, you know, post KD tearing his Achilles, I believe in KD's talent that much combined with Kyrie. And, you know, they're looking for a third superstar so you never know they may have that third guy and uh you know they may be you know ready to even take the crown next year from you know whoever gets it this year uh but like i said i'm excited for them but i also think this is going to be another short series because brooklyn is so well coached by jock Vaughn took over for kenny atkinson i do think that they can get a game off of toronto Raptors, and if not then oh well i'm wrong I definitely think that uh, Toronto will take this series four games to one. And this is, you know, had they been able to come in healthy, would have definitely been, you know, another interesting matchup. You got the the Boston Celtics taking on the Philadelphia 76ers. Right now, Philly's only going in with Tobias Harris, Joe Embiid, Jason Richardson, uh, you know, a few other guys that's been steady for them this year. Um, ben Simmons is everything for them defensively. He's a playmaker. I know, you know, the MB Simmons duo has been much aligned as far as trying to figure out how they'll work together. But two all-stars of that caliber at that age, I mean, I love their combination. I think if we give them time, they'll work it out. But, you know, unfortunately for them, they won't be able to find that out in these playoffs without Ben Simmons, who's dealing with a dislocated kneecap and, you know, Unless Philly makes a miraculous run to the finals, um, he'll be, you know, gone for the year. And um, the Celtics, you know, they come in well coached as usual. Brad Stevens, they got the all-star and Jason Tatum, Kimball Walker, all-star caliber talent. Um, you know, he was dealing with some knee injuries and trying to, you know, work himself into game shape and just, you know, do what he needs to do to be able to contribute at the level that, uh, you know, we've seen him do with his prior years in Charlotte. Um, I think it's going to be very exciting for him to get back into the playoffs and have a chance to 
you know, compete for an NBA title combined with, you know, the super role guys like Jalen Brown. And then you got Gordon Hayward as well. Uh, that's going to be playing a little bit of that three, four and just interchanging on the wings and on the block and, you know, trying to switch and run the pace and, you know, do what they can try to, you know, I, I think Boston can make some noise. They're going to be another one of those teams that, you know, we're going to have to watch and just see exactly how effective that, uh, you know, they can be with their, uh, you know, their few players that they have. On top of that, like I said, it's all going to come down to Brad Stevens. He's a hell of a coach, young guy, keeps his team well prepared. They just have to make sure they keep their foot on the gas and they just have to show up. They have to show up. But I do think that the Boston Celtics will take this one. I think it's going to be a sweep. I think the Celtics are going to take it four games to none. Just without Ben Simmons and, like I said, with the ability of the Celtics and coaching of Brad Stevens, I think it's just going to be too much for the Sixers. And uh, as, as much as I hate to, uh, you know, I hate to put people's jobs on the line, man, but I think that um, – I actually think the Brett Brown era in Philly, I think it's going to be over after this season. I think it's going to be over. And then you have the the 4-5 matchup. You got the Indiana Pacers taking on the Miami Heat. This is probably about as much as you wouldn't expect. Uh, one of the more even matchups I'm thinking as far as the series go, uh, you know, that's been discussed. I think that um, – the Miami Heat ultimately will take the series, but I definitely think it's going to be one of the harder fought series just based on Nate McMillan, man. Even like I said, without DeMontis Sabonis and Ellen Victor Oladipo and him working his way back, you know, into the rotation and trying to find himself, still, they just come out and they give you a game. Malcolm Brogdon, they poached him from Milwaukee. He's been, you know, very good for him, for them this year when he's been in the lineup and been healthy. Um, they've been able to get contributions from TJ, Michael Jordan, Warren in the bubble. He, he's he been scoring at an insane rate. Um, but he's dealing with, you know, some plantar fasciitis, too. So, you know, that could be a little bit of a blow to him. But, you know, we will see. We definitely will see. I hope he uh, I hope he's able to get healthy and I hope he's able to, you know, get back to the level that we've been uh, impressed by since the bubble started. Um, but, again, I think certainly, I think certainly this is going to be a long series. I am going to go with the Miami Heat in six games. I just think that Spolster, he's proven himself as a, you know, a veteran coach. He's been in big moments. You got the the star in Jimmy Butler. You got the, the budding star in Bam Adebayo. You got great role guys. And um, Goran Dragic, Duncan Robinson, Tyler Hero, uh, you know, Kendrick Nunn, all rookie performer, uh, right up there in the rookie of the year conversation. I think that uh, I think the Heat are going to get it done. I think they're going to get it done. And if I'm not mistaken, just want to make sure I ran down my list and I got everybody accounted for. I feel like I missed the series. No, I think that's it. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be exciting. Uh, the playoffs tip off on Monday, of course, um, at 1.30. It's going to be very, uh, very NCAA-ish 
feeling basketball just based on the time, um, the the back to back to back to back um, schedule of games. That's definitely going to be good for us as fans to pack in for us to enjoy. But I know it's going to be a challenge for the players. Um, well, not really because they're not traveling from city to city, but I guess it will be the challenge of you know getting prepared and not being in your facility and having to do that there on the Disney campus. Um, but yeah, we're getting a lot of back to back to back basketball, basketball early. Um, like I said, they're tipping off Monday at 1:30, uh, Western Conference matchup, Jazz's Nuggets, Jazz versus Nuggets, sorry. And then you can have the Nets versus the Raptors at 4 p.m. Sixers Celtics 6:30 and Mavericks Clippers at nine o'clock. And um, yeah, man, I'm just ready to enjoy some uh, some playoff basketball. It's gonna be weird without the fans, but I think with the home court advantage that they're putting together for each of the teams that they're going to, you know, make sure it's an experience that every team can hope to take advantage of. And I know some of the families are coming into the bubble too. So maybe some of that moral support will kind of feel like um, a little bit of what you're getting with having fans in the arena, but we definitely will see. We'll see for certain. But again, I just wanted to, you know, quickly touch base with y'all and uh, give you my thoughts on what I, what I felt like would be happening in these Eastern Conference playoffs. Uh, hopefully to follow up with the Western Conference playoffs. And, uh, you know, the Rim Run podcast got some great things that we're going to be able to bring to you. We'll be having some great conversations about the game of basketball, you know, both on the court, off the court, culture, sneakers, apparel, merchandise, all that good stuff that, you know, we love about the game. I'm hoping that the Rim Run podcast can bring it to you. And, uh, you know, I hope I got your support. You can always be anywhere else in the world or listening to, you know, any other podcast. But you chose us. You chose me. And, you know, I'm appreciative of that. So, till the next time, enjoy the playoffs. Be safe.